And welcome in, Takers, as Regan takes a big ear. We are your tippers. I am Mac Disfat Bidge. We got Ryan the Tagless Haynes and Matt IR Regan. Go by Regan. What's his name, Matt? Uh, he. I'm already right messing up. I'm already right shook. I'm shook. <laughs> <laughs> just because I didn't write my name right. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, boys, uh, way to kick off our our next soft start, our uh, little little chub of a, a start. We got a whole bunch of stuff in the works for you takers out there. Uh, we're gonna talk some playoffs. We're gonna talk some news. Uh, but we are, well, I say we, but Regan is slaving away to get a new logo going. Uh, we're rebranding, trying out some new software, recording software. So we will be up on YouTube again. Just a tip, a fantasy football podcast. If you can go and like, subscribe, and set the alerts over there so you can see our pretty faces. Uh, be much they are. They are. And you can see our gorgeous hats, too. Ryan showing them off there. Look at that. Just a tip hat. Still a few more for sale if you want them. Uh, we got a TikTok channel. TikTok oh, channel. Shit. Say that five times fast. Ryan, you're running the TikTok now, huh? You know it, man. I love the TikTok world. You guys know me and social media. I just can't get enough of it. So uh, check us out at Just the Tip, FFP on TikTok. Wow, it's that simple. Just the Tip, FFP. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook that way too. Just the Tip, FFP, in case you guys didn't get it. Uh, I just want to say uh, thank you to you takers out there. Just just the last 10%, though, you know, that have been following us for like the last 10 episodes we've had. We went through like 88 episodes. I don't care about the 90% that started out, you know, how we got going, how we became legends. <laughs> Ryan, you picking up what I'm putting down or no? No, it's it's going it's going it's flying over All my right. head. Right. I don't know. I'm talking about the biggest news: Tom Brady retiring, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. Where he snubbed the Patriot fans, and I don't know. Should we not bury the lead? Is that where we should go? Or you guys want to talk playoff games first? The upsets, choke jobs, best game so far. <sighs> Let's just, you know what? Let's just get into the Brady talk because that's what everybody's <sighs> talking about this week. Every podcast, every radio station. Let's just rip mm-hmm. the bandit off and get through it. All right. As the Miami fan outside looking in, I feel bad for you Patriot fans out there. I've been talking to a few of you. Uh, it, it's sad. He snubbed you guys. Regan, how did you feel reading his post and he didn't mention you by name? Did you cry a little bit? I skipped heartbroken and went right to pissed off. There you go. That's, that's how it went down. And I'm we're becoming the people I hate because I've been trying to avoid sports radio because of this whole thing. And now we're just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. They're they won't shut up about it, but uh at least we're gonna bring something new to the table, right, Ryan? Tell us something. You got some sort of inside scoop. Why yeah. did he snub the Patriots fans? Because he, he already said goodbye to Pat's nation. Oh. 
I'm in that camp, man. Hey, we already we already separated. We already had our breakup. He already wrote me a beautiful, beautiful breakup note. I read it. I embraced it. I moved on. I don't need it anymore. I don't need him to recognize his accomplishments here and what he did for Pat's nation because he already has done that. How hard would it have been to write a little thing right next to, you know, like the four companies he sponsors at the end of his statement? You could just throw him a, you know, a little Patriot something, something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, listen, there's enough speculation on is he signing with them for one day? Is he going to do some kind of uh, like ceremony at Gillette Stadium? Like what what is going to happen in the future? This feels like Patriots. 100% where it's like they they preach they don't want to be dramatic and they want to stay focused and it's all about the job and football and yada 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 but they do all of this little shit to troll up everybody right mm-hmm. like Belichick and his handshakes Brady and his snubs Belichick doesn't respond to Brady's retirement for 48 hours they know how all that stuff is going to look and they and they just play into it all the time I think I think Max said it best though so far. He's when I said that I'm trying to avoid it, and he's like, everyone's talking about it. That's mm-hmm. exactly what Tom wanted. That's exactly <laughs> why. It is. I thought he was gonna wait until at night, do some sort of heartfelt video talking about you, Patriot fans. Like, I didn't forget you. Kind of like uh Steve from Blues Clues. You know, I was <laughs> like, Hey, you remember me? <laughs> Oh, so we're going to get this video in 12 years? Awesome. Probably. Probably. Yeah, definitely. We'll all be dead, but he'll be living to 100 or something. So then he'll say something. 12 years, I mean, we're all going to be dead? Jesus. Jesus Christ, dude. I better yeah. start checking off. Clim- that was morbid as shit. I guess. Climate change, but he's going to survive because he lives off of plants. So he'll fu- he'll dig down to the roots and live. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good point. Good point. But listen, one more point to this. Like, yeah, what right I just on. said about Belichick's handshakes, right? He goes to like Mike Vrabel. It looks like they hate each other. And then after the game, you find out that they talked in the hallway for, for two hours and they met with it was half families an and what, whatever the case is, right? Whatever that story is. So it's like Belichick didn't appreciate Tom. He didn't send a message about Tom. Tom didn't recognize New England. They probably had like an hour phone call that we don't know about. Where they like, you know, had this this giant love fest. Like, I mean, I don't know. That's how that's I not, feel about it. That's not the news from Kraft, apparently. But I hear you. <laughs> he was pissed off, and they had something ready to go and post. And I wonder if they posted it before they read his full statement. They're like, "Oh, he retired. All right, quick, get this out." With that <sighs> three-year-old drawing. Oh my god! On a that duck was... boat. <laughs> God awful. I was making fun of that. I would have left just... that I would have left that last trophy off of there. <laughs> Made no sense. Made no sense. Uh you do the ones that he won with you. I don't get it. Uh I was thinking though, maybe bring back a little segment just for fun. Unscripted, of course. Fuck. We're getting into I don't have a video for this, but bitch please. Yep. I've never been on for a bitch, please. Well, you're welcome. Not missing much. Pop that joke. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> you're stepping all over my stuff here. Hey, 
so Tom Brady, fucking Tom Brady, you're the greatest ever, but you can't even thank your fans in 960 words and just mention Pat's Nation? No? You got to talk about the Bucks, who are Fairweather fans in Florida. Trust me, I know. As a Miami fan, Florida people don't care about football. Bitch, please. Not from Florida. <laughs> NFL football. That was a good one, Mac. I'm not done. You mentioned Michigan. You mentioned your trainer who rubs you down and gives you massages, but not the people that you even plug your merch trying to sell to them for what is a hundred bucks a hoodie. Get the hell out of here. Peyton Manning had more class when he retired and talked about the Colts while he was standing in front of a Broncos bus. LeBron would be more respectful to the people of Cleveland with his retirement speech. That's right, Tom Brady. You are worse than LeBron. Bitch, please. It's a heavy statement. This is hot. I like this. Bitch, please by Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg, the remix. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> thanks for getting it, Ryan. Were you homeschooled or something? Uh, no. All right. Maybe. The one last thing, Brady, with all your scandals with the team and how you became the greatest ever, who it's always going to mark your legacy with all the cheating scandals, your Patriot Nation fans defended you. They would deflate your balls for you. you. Your mic. Deflate your balls, Brady, and you wouldn't even look down at them and acknowledge how grateful they are to do it and i'm done with my rant i'm not dropping him from my dynasty team though what if he does a brett Favre and comes back so i'm holding on to him holding on to him all right let's continue enough of brady ryan what else do we got well hey let's dive into these uh these games from last weekend i know they feel like they're there forever ago but you know what Oof. what are your uh biggest takeaways your biggest reactions from this weekend slate uh, Ryan or uh, regan <laughs> yeah what the hell aaron Rodgers? that's a good one uh we could probably start there uh how the hell do you lose easily oh. favored the i don't know playoffs yeah yeah, big choke job for San Fran. I, Jimmy Garoppolo had a horrible game. It, it, they say it was the weather. Like you live there. Like you're supposed to be good with that weather. Like I don't know. That was gross. And then my boy Matthew Stafford. You know. You know how I feel. Good for him. What What did you think about like the the Niners game? Like I, I with the the Niners and Rams NFC Championship. Uh, Stafford, man, Tart, Tart had the pick. He had it. Oh, that was the that game. Was so short. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you got. I mean, the Rams are there. They got to the Super Bowl. Brady. Well, he's had plenty of those moments where it's like, ah, oh, this guy shouldn't have jumped off sides. This team would have won. This team should have picked off the ball. They would have won. You can't kind of go back on that. But the Niners were. It was there. It was right there for them. It really was, man. And especially with Sean McVay with his stupid challenges and burning all of his timeouts before, what, the eight minute in the fourth quarter. Like You might need those later on. 
he tried handing them that game, and that's why I don't think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going with Cincinnati. Early prediction. We'll get into it next Ooh. week, possibly, but if we record again. But I think the Rams are going to screw it up. I just don't trust Sean McVay. He had, what, one challenge the whole season? He had two lost challenges that game. One of them was like a like a what fourth and one conversion. Oh, they were clearly the, the the spot was like mm-hmm. was on the spot was on. I don't know who was giving him advice, but they're fired. Wasn't they good. should be? <laughs> they should be fired. Uh, a fun fact for the Super Bowl too: the Rams are technically the visiting team because of the NFC. So the Cincinnati Bengals can make them go to the visitor locker room. Wow. Oh, imagine Joe Burrow puffing a cigar if they win in their locker room with that image. Uh they'd be scarred for life. I want to see Jalen Ramsey cry. Wow. That'd be hilarious. That would be fantastic. That's pretty wild, Mac. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Of course, and then I brought up Green Bay. They didn't even play last week. It's still just No, really, we're talking really we sour. <laughs> really sour. No, it's fine. Uh, we haven't we haven't recorded in a while. Uh, we've been upgrading our equipment. We're testing out new software. We've been researching a lot. We want to make a better product for everybody. Uh, like I mentioned at the top, rebranding and stuff. We're putting a lot of work, developing our website more. So we we met, got some wings. They were nice. They're okay. That that place is really falling off. We'll have to find a new place. But. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Hopefully they don't listen. <laughs> I didn't mention my name. Oh, they know. Oh, they they do know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so the whole playoffs is fine. But the Bucks losing, I I really thought they had that comeback. Uh, but yeah, what happens with this team going forward? Kyle Trask, Brady's gone. So people are like, "Oh, Jameis Winston reuniting." I'm like, Ugh. also not going to happen. <laughs> Probably not. All right, let's go. Before we go into like AFC Championship and talking about that, let's go into into that Bucks talk. Because what are the what are the ripple effects with mm-hmm. this with this Brady retirement? I know you said Kyle Trask, but you got Chris Godwin, unre- unrestricted free agent. You mm-hmm. have Leonard Fournette, unrestricted free agent. Ronald Jones, unrestricted free agent. You got Gronk. Reti- he's retiring, right? We we all think that. I think he's waiting until this Brady stuff blows over because he's like best friends with them. Doesn't want to take any steam and he, he wants his own uh, spot in the spotlight in the sun moment in the sun. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I'll get there. It's late. I apologize. I didn't even mention the date. doesn't really fucking matter, but yeah, uh, Gronk, he will retire. He said he'll never play for another quarterback besides Brady. Uh, Chris Godwin, though, he has oh. to come back from his ACL tear, and he ain't he ain't staying there. Where do you think he'll go? Even Franchise let me ask this: tag. They, I don't think he'll. I think he'll hold out. He wants a contract. He doesn't want to go through this injury without a contract. I agree. <laughs> that, that that's what I would do. Um, but yeah, where do you think? He could go, should go, because he's still got to be the top free agent, even if with the ACL tear, right? Yeah, it's at least yeah. top five. Or Devontae Adams, but Devontae Adams wants $30 million a year. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. Uh, 
Godwin's gonna he's gonna take the money, like you're saying, Mac. I mean, he's what 25, 26 years old. He's coming off an ACL tear. He's still gonna get paid. This is his this is his chance. I don't he's already won a Super Bowl. I don't think he's easily just gonna go to a contender. I think he's gonna get paid. And uh mm-hmm. who has the most salary cap space in the NFL? I think they have the most. The Miami, Miami. Dolphins. They're oh my god. One of the top five, but we're, we'll touch on them later, but I wouldn't go there. <laughs> uh, we got to still see who their head coach is going to be. Speaking yeah. of just head coaches, so we so Chicago hired their coach, Evan Flo. What's his name? <laughs> Eber Fluss. Yeah. All right, here's the, all right. Here's the thing about the Chicago Bears uh, coaching and GM situation, guys. We are in we're in the running. We have a chance. To, to be NFL coaches and NFL GMs one day because the Chicago Bears have a criteria. If you're going to be a head coach for the Bears, your first name has to be Matt. And if you're going to be the GM for the Bears, your first name's got to be Ryan. So I, right there, we we can we have an in. We have an automatic in. <laughs> I think Regan's frozen. Oh, okay. He's so pumped. He's frozen. Matt, was. Matt, no, I'm looking at the salary cap. So. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's go through the Bears, and then we'll go back to the salary cap stuff. Let's jump all around. Who cares? All right, who cares? We're just rambling, so if you don't like it, get out. That's right. But then come you back. Download, get out. Download the you should download the episode and share <laughs> tips with your friends and family. Uh, like Regan shares his tip with your mom. Um. So, yeah, Chicago. There. It, it, does it do anything for you? Like, I don't really know we got to do an episode on the head coaches and know their tendencies, but what do you know about them? Anything? Well, Ibra Fluss was a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, I know they hired, uh, I got his name here. Uh, Getsy, the, mm. the Packers quarter, uh, the OC, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't the OC. He was the quarterback coach. It was, well, a, it's a no, he is the OC. You're saying to be on the floor staff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is now the OC for the bears and, what do you guys? How much stock do you put into that? Like you're you're the quarterback coach for one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Does that automatically make you a good quarterback coach? Not really, because their know. offense was handoff to Aaron Jones or in the on the ten yard line or pass to Devontae Adams. That was their offense. So if they get Devontae Adams, they're going to look great. Well, <laughs> I don't think that will happen. It won't. What? David Montgomery stock going up. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I like him anyway. Oh yeah. But uh but yeah, Chicago, it's still still not enticing. The coaching moves don't really uh the one that is enticing though is the Vikings. They were gonna get Harbaugh, but he backed out. He went back to college. And then who's the guy? O'Connelly. Uh He's the offensive coordinator for the Rams. And so their reports are it's not official because he's playing in the Super Bowl next week or he's coaching mm-hmm. the Super Bowl rather. Mm-hmm. And they're going to hire him. So a Sean McVay style offense. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I think that's a pretty good move, especially for Justin Jefferson. Calling it now. Justin Jefferson wide receiver one next year. No, it's just yeah. it's a possibility. <laughs> it is a possibility, but depends what cousins goes. 
47 million dollars this year is that what he's owed so he's owed 35 million but he's 45 against the cap that's what it is oh my gosh yeah I, I don't know. I don't know if he comes back, but the, the team like that, if he goes, I don't know how I feel about Justin Jefferson. We got to see how free agency plays out. If you got Kellen Mond throwing Justin Jefferson the ball next year, mm-hmm. and you still have Thielen there to compete for targets, and you still have Dalvin Cook, that offense could look completely different, and you might have a like a pretty good share between Thielen and Jefferson there. Guys, yeah. Aaron yes. Rodgers pulls a Brett Favre and goes to Minnesota. Ooh. Nah. Nah. Would he do that? <laughs> It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Those that was a great that was a great season. His initial oh, one awesome. when he went there. That was great. Uh was le- oh man. I just remember the picture of his leg absolutely demolished. I don't know if you remember that, but his leg was the same color as their jersey. It was the whole mm-hmm. thing when they were playing the Saints and they were like the head hunting type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it was gnarly. <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah, all the good yeah. stuff. <laughs> then, uh, speaking of Green Bay uh, coaching tree, Denver, Nathaniel Admiral Hackett. For those video game nerds out there, Admiral Hackett, uh, Mass Effect. No, all right, cool. Crickets. Nope. I don't have the sound drop ready. Uh, and then George General Patton. Is the GM there, Ryan? Nice one. I like that. Yeah, uh, right. So he, they're not bringing Rodgers into Denver? What's happening? That's what Patton says. He's adamant. Uh, mm. He's adamant that they're not bringing in Rodgers, that there's that there's no uh, base to those claims. Mm-hmm. I'll talk. I, are you guys buying that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you don't. You're not. You're keeping the, especially when you take a new job, you're keeping the cards close to the chest. Uh, Hackett was the OC of Green Bay. Uh, so became their coach. Uh, so if, if the, one of the best quarterbacks, sorry to interrupt, Matt, if one of the best quarterbacks yeah. in the league expresses interest in going to your team, and then the next year you have a, have a coaching vacancy and you hire the offensive coordinator for that team. You're not trying to lure that quarterback to your t- to your team. That we all know what you're doing, dude. Just own up to it. Come on. We talked about it when they were signing the contracts to all the receivers. Like they're going big for a quarterback, and we yeah. all, or I, not, I don't know if we all did, but I know Ryan. You mentioned like, up oh, Aaron Rodgers going there. If my mic cuts out, you guys just talk. You just go in. You go for it. We're working out the kinks. It's a a new platform. It's a very. It was in February. It is a brand new mic. I like the sound of it. And it's just, yeah, working out the kinks. The connection's all good. I don't know. I think got a green light on there. It does. Dude, killing it. Yeah. See, I can turn up the volume and the light goes up or I can go lower. Yeah. Damn. And turn it purple too if I want to whisper mode. That's cute. When I'm talking late at night with you. Um. Anyway, just the tip after hours. <laughs> so totally Denver podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Filling all, be, uh... filling all of your fantasy needs. <laughs> <laughs> Not just fantasy football for it. <laughs> Branch it out. Hey, times are tough, man. Try to make some money. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Back to Denver, get those receivers, 
in your dynasty team. I don't know. Would you spend a first round pick for Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton, Ryan? Like what, what's your bar? Mm-hmm. Second round, try to go second round to get him, especially Jerry uh, Judy for his disappointing year. Judy, I think is definitely worth a late first. Uh, late, late first. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's a top five talent and he hasn't had uh decent enough court enough quarterback play to see what he's really going to be. I traded a, for a late first round pick for Cortland Sutton. Uh, you did. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, I think his 2019 campaign, um, I know he's had a couple of injuries since, but he was heavily targeted a, a lot of receptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like him for this upcoming season. Plus I want to try to get ahead and be cute. It was a cute move. It was like, ah, they're going to get Rogers. So no, be the guy. I like the move. I would, I would have done that to get him because I, th- they're going all in. We talked about it during the season. Their offense ranked 26 and worse, and depending on what category you look at. Running, passing, overall, ridiculous. They need to address that, especially in their division that they're in. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what is holding me back about I absolutely believe Rodgers is going there. Does he want to go face Mahomes and Justin Herbert? Nope. Uh, and then the scary new Raiders with Josh McDaniels. Ooh. You never know. Oh, I know. He's going to suck. Yeah, Josh definitely. Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. <laughs> Did you see his press conference? He came out and was like, yeah, uh, that was a fumble. Yeah, dick move. Oh, come on. I know you I weren't there, but come on. I'm all for it. Yeah, that's I know you get you're going to a new place. You got it. You, you got to get with the uh, press over. I know we're talking Raiders here, but did you see uh, Eberflus's, uh press conference? You make it no. up names. <laughs> Bears coach Eberflus. I know. I know. I heard you say it earlier. Eberflus. Uh Him and uh, the GM Ryan Coles. They both are sitting there with with their little speeches, and they're just reading them looking up every like five seconds like it's great to be part of this organization i'm really looking forward to it and uh we're going to be building a a very strong foundation i'm like dude you couldn't memorize your speech you're that coach you got to give motivational speeches to your team and this is this is what you're starting with oh god that makes me want to not have any part of the chicago offense anymore (laughs) jesus you want any other than uh, Montgomery, Justin Fields, I like him a lot. Uh, Darnell Montgomery. Mooney, Darnell Mooney, yeah, good potential luck. those oh. that potential man. But with that, yeah, take a public speaking course, man. What the hell? You want to be a head coach and you're doing that? You know, you got to talk to the press like every single day. <laughs> the GM too. It's like they gave them scripts. Like the Bears are like, you guys got to read these. Spot on. No, they probably did. You. They are that type of organization. Uh, so, yeah, to the Raiders. Uh, Josh McDaniels, what does this do for you? Renfro, Waller, stock increasing. What are you, what are you thinking? Renfro, stock up. Mm. Just just think of McDaniels. Oh, yeah. Just think of his offenses with Edelman and um, 
West Myers, West. you know. <laughs> like, no, just think. Uh, you really only had two guys because that's all that mattered. But it was Troy Brown, Edelman, Welker. Troy, Troy Brown. Come on. That was before his time. Well, I know, but always the offense, and he continued it, so on. Okay, I got you. So, and then Jacoby Myers. Hunter Renfro is in that exact same position, the slot receiver. He's going to absolutely kill it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not not projecting anything more than what he did last year, but his floor has risen a lot. Mm. It's on an elevator. Oh, yeah, just going on up. (laughs) Not the penthouse. Uh, We're not going penthouse. No, no, we're not not going below that. Uh, Oh, by the way, yes, you're gonna say it too. Go ahead. Oh, I don't, I don't know what you thought I was gonna say, but we were talking about um, Godwin. I think that's Mm. a pretty good landing spot for him. This team, little vacancy action. Uh, I could see them overpaying for someone like the Raiders would. Say, I like it. I like it. They do need a wide receiver. Uh, What if they get Rodgers and Devontae Adams though? Oh my god. <laughs> uh I want to mention Bill O'Brien. Interesting coming back to the Patriots as the OC. We're just sprouting all this different news to you guys. So pay just hold tight with us, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're telling a story and you have to go on three different tangents to actually tell the story. So it's a time um, piece. It's a time piece. It really is. Uh so yeah, Raiders. Uh I don't like Josh McDaniels, so I'm so glad he's gone. Oh, you're glad he's gone. So huh? glad we needed yeah. to revamp. The only thing I wanted to ask you guys, are we worried about Mac? Because it is horrible losing your offensive coordinator, especially in your sophomore year. Like that does that does tend to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was sick of the play calling. You run Brandon Bolden one more time. I'm gonna <laughs> oh my god, throat punch you. It was the worst offense. They could have been so much better, and they still overachieved. So he needed to be gone. I I would like the Bill O'Brien hire. Bring yeah. him back. Mm. What's Charlie uh, Weiss up to nowadays? He's doing a podcast. Oh, that's wow. Okay, that we wasn't what I expected you to say, but sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll reach out to him. I'll ask him. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's uh, none of this is really exciting. But the Vikings, when they get O'Connelly, whatever his name is, uh, from the Rams, I'm excited for that one. Miami, they're talking to Mike McDaniel, uh, the nerdy offensive. Speaking of a guy that's not going to win over a locker room, uh, numbers offensive coordinator for the 49ers, uh, creative guy. I think as an assistant would be great, but as a head coach, I'm not liking it. Uh, so they wanted Harbaugh too. <laughs> they wanted Brian Dayball, but that we'll just roll into Miami. They're in a little bit of hot water. So accusations from Brian Flores. He filed a lawsuit against the NFL for uh Whole mess of stuff. Discriminatory stuff with interviews with Denver and the Giants. Uh, you guys probably heard it, so we don't really want to dig too deep into it because we're not Facebook approved lawyers. <laughs> I kicked him and out. It, and he's, not, he's like, I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> he's like, I can't talk about this. Uh, Stream yard will boot me. 
But uh, yeah, so I'll pick up where he left off. Flores uh, claiming that uh, there were discriminatory practices with the hiring processes with the Giants and the Broncos, uh, claiming that decisions were already made before interviews were actually had, uh, which is a giant waste of time. Uh, And also claiming that there's a little bit of uh, paid to lose uh, scandal with the as far as tanking so hundred thousand dollars per loss would you would you boys do it absolutely yeah. sorry sorry i lost connection there guys i think my cat bumped something uh that's what apologies. it was or you really didn't want to talk about this right, or maybe it was uh the god above looking down like you're gonna say something stupid aren't you <laughs> no i think uh from what the allegations are. I think there's some stuff there needs to be investigated. Is it going to be two years of Deflategate investigation? I don't know. The NFL, I think they're going to want to have to squash this real quick. So truth will come out. Looking forward to that. As for the tanking, Miami Twitter, you are ridiculous. I know there's a few of you out there that listen. Shut up. Every team tanks. And Hugh Jackson coming out. Oh, I was paid to tank. He did that first. Did you hear his follow-up conference? No. He was like, well, I mean, so my first two years, we we were young. We sucked and stuff, and uh, we just didn't have the talent. So he's totally backtracking. It's ridiculous. So I don't think there's anything there, but the NFL is going to have to investigate it. And it's like, all right, don't. I know Hugh Jackson, you want to be in the spotlight. You want a coaching job. No, go away. Nobody likes you. You sucked as a coach. That's you did take. You sucked. Uh, and you lost, you lost the team. So did you guys see the meme with Hugh Jackson? It was basically like him saying that, you know, there were these offers to get paid to tank. And uh, the top of it said, very rich man, Hugh Jackson. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Um, I did want to say one thing. Um, mm-hmm. b- behind, you know, the whole discriminatory, uh, discriminatory, you know, thing behind this, um, I think the biggest thing is really like uh, the gambling draft, DraftKings, mm-hmm. um, stuff like this. This is going to be looked into big time with the pay to lose because there is now betting legally through these apps. And what if these coaches or owners are saying something like, Hey, we're going to lose today. I got a hundred thousand dollars on it. You know? Well, I mean, you can't be open about it like that, but no, I know. But like, what, what if, like, what if there's something deeper with this that makes me a little bit nervous and you know that these companies um, are, they're actually, I know their stocks and stuff are not doing good, but I know, the uh the, whole, the club uh, yeah seriously um <laughs> i know this is probably gonna hurt them though and it's probably gonna hurt their platform mm-hmm. it, it's that too you got anybody that did place a bet but if you bet on miami to win back in 2019 you're an idiot um or ever, or ever. <laughs> unless they're playing the, New the other the other thing too is what if players from that team are like you cost me money because i couldn't get a good contract because we sucked because that was intentional i i said we weren't going to become facebook lawyers but it, it like you said it's gonna 
trickle down, open up, slippery slope, whatever. I think the NFL is going to try crushing it as soon as possible. So I just I want the truth. That's uh, tell the, the truth. The NFL already came out with a statement. Uh, yeah, two hours after baseless claims. Yeah, without yeah, actually yeah. investigating. It's like okay, um, dude. Yeah, I think anytime that uh, the the public starts losing trust in mm-hmm. the legitimacy of the league, that is that has serious serious ripple effects in the gambling community in the fantasy community. It's the last thing that the NFL wants to be out there. Um, it's it's not good for the brand, obviously, but uh, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. They already tried. Like I said, they already kind of tried to squash it, but. There's a lot of pressure now, I think, behind this. Yeah, and like Max said, we're not trying to lawyer this thing down to the – I don't even know. It's, we don't need to, but we are just saying this stuff so you guys think about it. Like, it is more – it's bigger than everyone really thinks. And um, I <laughs> to, to finish that statement, I think the NFL is just too, too big to fail anyways. So I feel like this will get blown over uh, probably quicker than it really should be, sadly. Um, but hopefully there's some a uh, little bit of justice going on. It's going to be an interesting offseason, that is for sure. Um, what else are we – we got on the die. We got anything else? Yeah, we you know we reflect what? enough uh, on the games? Like We didn't go into the AFC Championship, but I, before we get there, oh. I, I want to circle back to the Bucks. So we talked Godwin, we talked Evans, we talked uh, all of these different guys. Uh, I – don't see any of them coming back. You have, I mean, Evans is already under contract. It seems like that's going to be in a, to the, to the, we are a fantasy football podcast. So in a fantasy world, Evans is going to be the only target there. He, it's going to be a Brandon cook situation is what I'm foreseeing. Are, do you guys feel the same way? Absolutely. Opposite. You Ooh. think they're going to load up? No, I just don't think he's going to be as productive as Brandon Cooks, and he's mm-hmm. going to be the only guy still. Just look at his past two, three years. Like he doesn't get receptions; he gets random touchdowns and deep yardage plays. He's not. He's not a multi-reception game where we play PPR. That's what. That's what matters. Mm. But if his competition is Tyler Johnson, Cameron Bray. O.J. Howard. I don't know if those guys are under contract. O.J. Howard's on a free agent. That's what I thought. They are so screwed. (laughs) So that's what I mean. Like, Evans is going to be the only guy to target. Therefore, Uh, targets will equal more reception. Double coverage. Yeah, I hear you. And I definitely would take the shot on it because he'd be dumb not to. Because of exactly what you're saying, all the work is there and it's pointed to him. But I'm not – he's not going to be my number one wide receiver – you know, the second round, third round, I'm all set there. You know how I'm going first round anyways, wide receiver. But anyways. That's a good point. He's going to be Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is what, eighth, ninth round this oh, year? Oh, yeah. He was late. Uh, and that in, in that territory, if he starts slipping and slipping because uh-huh. people are worried about him. He won't go that low. He will not go that low. No, he won't. But yeah, I'm thinking like fifth round. Yeah. You're talking about uh, – Good wide receiver, too. Thousand yards a season, red zone target. You're going to take that guy. I, I'm i still going to draft him over Tyler Lockett. <laughs> That's, yeah. I because guess I you, get, agree. you get Tyler Lockett in the fourth round. 
and say Mike Evans is there. Who's his QB next year? Doesn't matter. Lockets? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it'll be Russell Wilson, but okay. uh, he still needs to do another year. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of competition. Like Lockett's still going to have Metcalf around. He's still going to mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, Chris Carson there. Freddie Swain is, you know, Russell Wilson has developed some kind of relationship with Freddie Swain too, where he takes away targets. He's not a mm-hmm. fantasy relevant player, but he takes away targets. Mike Evans is going to be heavily targeted, and uh, you know, another guy that I'm looking at for next season from the Buccaneers is Keyshawn Vaughn. You know, they, they spent good draft capital uh, capital on Keyshawn Vaughn. I think he was a second-round pick. And now and now is his chance. They're not going to pay at that position if they're going through a rebuild. So at the, at the very least, they might add a second running back where he's splitting the backfield. But I can see him being a low-end running back too. And his floor, if they do end up bringing back like Ronald Jones, his floor is that – he probably has five or six games where he puts up, you know, 15, 16, 17 points um, and finishes probably in the mid running back three range. So Keyshawn Vaughn is somebody that I, I would start looking at right now, especially in dynasty formats. I just got him for a third round pick in one of my leagues. Third round picks are, are uh, you listen to all these different podcasts, dynasty nerds, fo- uh, fantasy footballers, and Third round picks are not that valuable. You're throwing you're throwing some serious starts at the board and hoping something sticks. So if you can potentially land a running back that's going to start and you know he's going to start for a third round pick, or you have a good good feeling he's going to start, I would make that move. I got Eli Mitchell as my third round pick. I know you were going to say that. Three ten, but then I just traded him away. So I overpaid for Calvin Ridley. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to rank Mike Evans. Uh, it's really, it is going to depend what his quarterback situation is, uh, depending if he'll be a third round pick to a six round pick. So that's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. One more quarterback. Can we talk about one more quarterback? Sure. You know what? Whatever you want to talk about. Finish it off strong, home slice. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, never mind. Can we switch? Can we, we can be done. We can definitely be done. <laughs> I thought we were talking about fantasy relevant players, but okay. Seriously. Ugh. So we are boys. We are. And I'm gonna tell you why. So here's my here's my all right, here's my spiel. Ready? What if I told you that one of the NFL's most winningest quarterbacks will be replaced by age 31? This is the story of Jimmy Garoppolo. 30 I'd, pro- I'd probably hang up. <laughs> Uh, he no. <laughs> sorry he needed two there it's true uh he's won 70 percent of his games out of the so the top six quarterbacks are the best winning percentages uh based off of quarterbacks who have started 50 or more games mahomes tom brady roger staubach lamar jackson joe montana Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. No, not Peyton Manning, not Ben Roethlisberger, not Aaron Rodgers, not Russell Wilson, not Steve Young. Jimmy G. So I, I, I'm saying this because this is going to be the first time we see a guy who has had this type of success 
be traded at this age and replaced by a younger quarterback. How many uh, how many championship rings does he have as a starter? Ouch. He's mm. been there, and he just took him to the NFC Championship. Mm. He how many did he, year old quarterback? He did not. He did not take him. Uh, <laughs> that would be Debo Samuel carrying the team on his back. <laughs> and they would be in the Super Bowl if they just grabbed that pick too. So, oh, uh, so with it. Oh. Stafford, you're me. So, what so you think it's a bad move? Oh, okay. Expectation. All right. First, yeah. real quick, do you think it's a bad move that they're moving on from? No. Okay. <laughs> Expectations. I traded Eli Mitchell because I think Trey Lance taking over the running quarterbacks with the running back. I don't particularly like the running back. I want the running back with a pocket passer. Uh, type quarterback exception Justin Herbert because Austin Eckler is amazing and he will dump off to him no problem and they need to use him in the offense but I just don't trust it he's gonna rush he's gonna be Jalen Hurts next year that's what he's gonna be uh speaking of he's having surgery on his ankle Jalen Hurts uh just to let you know but he should be good to go next year but yes, right. You're smirking because I am. Because <laughs> he's your quarterback. <laughs> Tom and only quarterback. Are my quarterback. He is my only quarterback. Can you trade uh, Tom Brady in Dynasty? I tried. Ryan offered me a sweet trade. <laughs> oh yep. my god! I, I, sure did. I wish we could pull up the visual. It was fantastic. Uh, it would take too long for me to go and screen share it, but yeah. Uh, it was funny. We'll tweet out a screenshot, just a tip, FFP. Um, yeah, I just I don't think you're going to get enough value, valuable production out of Brandon Ayuk and Eli Mitchell because who knows what kind of running back they'll have. Mostert's a free agent, so uh, mm-hmm. when he if he was healthy and coming back, he won't take it away. Are they going to try again, Trey Sermon back in there? It's a lot of unknown factors with that team. I I think that uh, I was looking back at, at the game logs and Lance had started three games or at least played significantly in three games. And there was not much of a difference between Ayuk and Samuel's production with Lance versus with Garoppolo, which is, which is really good news. Not necessarily for a Brandon Ayuk fan because you know, he didn't have the most exciting year this year, but certainly for Depot Samuel. It's because Jimmy sucks. I think he has a good flex play. Uh, I don't mind him there. But yeah, and uh, it'll be interesting to to project all that. Which I got, some, gotta... I got some faith in Eliza Mitchell, though. I hope so. I just. That offense, even with a running quarterback, I feel mm-hmm. like he's going to still be good. He was looking good in that playoff game, catching passes out of the backfield, too. So I hope he does well. I, I'm a big fan of him. I just. Yeah. I, I spent a third round pick on him and I combined them to get Calvin Ridley. They trade away my first round picks, too. So we'll see. Um, You're ballsy, bro. I, I like know. it. I need a win. Need a win. If I don't, I have to blow it all up. So 
Heads blow it up regardless. <laughs> uh, but yeah, next week, I think we'll get into some DFS plays. We'll have a little competition for the Super Bowl between us. Oh, It'll shit, be fun. Yeah. Can't wait um, to win again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, have you guys been paying attention to college yet? Uh, we we did take a break from the NFL. So, Senior Bowl going on and stuff. Ryan, you looking into that at all? Or I have not had the time. Uh, not really, not really. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think in a lot of my dynasty leagues, I'm pretty weak at the tight end position, which, yeah, was, I think most of us, uh, Trey McBride is the name that comes to mind. Tight end from Colorado mm. state, uh, probably going to be the, the best tight end coming out of this class. Uh, so everybody in dynasty, just keep an eye on this guy. Uh, he's big. He has really good hands. He only had one drop pass last year and then Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, I don't have anything else to say besides he's the quarterback from Pitt, and he won my heart with that fake slide (laughs) 70-yard run for a touchdown. That's all I need to know about Kenny Pickett. I'm like, this dude's got the swag to do it. They changed the rule because of that. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, (laughs) Another guy you might want to keep an eye on is uh, Michael Trigg. From USC, tight end there. Uh, he looks he looks pretty good, man. So might be able to get him later. Is Trey McBride? You think he'll be a first round pick like Pitts was? No, I, I don't foresee any tight ends being first round picks this year. He'll probably go somewhere in the mid second, uh, mid to late second, uh, is my guess. Depends on it's it's so hard to tell at this point. It's so early in the process. But mm. if anything, I think he slides up maybe into like early first. If somebody's really that needy, kind of where Fryermuth was was landing last year. I got you. Yeah, Jerry stole Fryermuth from me. Problem Dude. is, telling the guys I want people listening, they take them. Sucks. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Regan? Nothing. That just okay. what you're saying is the you know it's the problem with fame. People follow every every word. <laughs> fame. Yeah, we're public figures now. Uh. Anyway, uh, before we get to the leftovers, you guys got anything else, or you good? I think I'm good. I think we're all. I think we're all just excited to see where all these coaches land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Sorry if we sound a bit rusty, guys. Like we said, we're trying out some new stuff, new equipment, new software, and we haven't recorded in a while. So, uh, on camera too. So. They had to put makeup good. on. I know. We look all right. Yeah, look good. I, I do will, need to tr- trim the beard, but. It's February. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. It'd be all right. Uh, it is it was a little bit nipply out there with the snow. Oh. Uh, anyway, before we get to the leftovers, if I just want to say thank you to uh, 10% of you out there, not. I'll thank the one guy that liked our posts randomly on Twitter. Uh, I won't thank the ones like Hutch who have been with us since the beginning. Jared out there. Connolly listening. Uh, Shout out to all you guys. Kids I coach. Supporting our tips. Really weird to say. (laughs) (laughs) Supporting our tip episodes. Jesus. Disgusting. Get Good your bite out of the gutter. Uh, 
but yeah, if you can follow us, just a tip FFP. I don't know why you wouldn't after that comment and download our episodes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and you can rate an Apple. Did I say Apple? And you can rate us on Apple and Spotify too. It'd be much appreciated. Five stars. Leave a comment. Slide our DMs if you got any dynasty questions or you just want to shoot the shit just like we did in this entire episode. <laughs> so hopefully you guys enjoy. Uh, leftovers. Ryan, do you have anything for the leftovers? Yeah. Uh, here's an advice for Andy Reid. Take mm. the points, dude. Take the points. We didn't even talk about that. Screw that. We're not getting to leftovers yet. Yeah. It's dumbass play on the goal line. I, I don't I don't mind going for it. Just pass it out of the back of the end zone. Like it's you got all comebacks, something. Throw to Travis Kelsey. Big target in the end zone. If he can't, throw it into the stands. You got plenty of time. And then Patrick Mahomes trying to take a timeout after time expired. Ridiculous. Regan. <laughs> Let's throw a screen <laughs> with no blockers. <laughs> with no timeouts. It just uh, uh, How's that? Situational that was awareness. That was. Uh, Wasn't that a show yeah. on uh, NBC, a turning point? Because that was definitely it right there. I have no idea what channel it was on, but yeah, I remember the name of it. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Showing your age, I, you weirdo. <laughs> I know the one on uh, AMC, Turn. It was about the... Uh, Revolutionary War and their first colonial spy. It was okay. She put me to like, sleep. Is that I? like a homeschooled video? <laughs> it was on AMC, a series. It's on Netflix now, too. Um, uh, anyway, dickheads. So, yeah, congratulations, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals. You guys deserved it. Great defense adjustments to shut down the Chiefs in that second half where they score three points in the second half. Yep. Sure. To bring it to overtime. That was it. And Samaj P. Ryan is the slowest running back <laughs> in history. He was so upright running down the field. He had the ball tucked in as hard as he could. He's like, you know. Hey, you uh, do that too. Uh, if you fumble, I'd be running real dumb. I'm like, is anybody going to tackle this guy? Are they going to tackle him? No. No, 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 no. Touchdown, P. Ryan. Nice. He he had some good blocking out in front of him. Give credit to that O line. They uh they were not rated high at all during the season. Then they gave up nine sacks to the Titans. <laughs> so that I am worried about against yeah, the, Rams. the Rams. So yeah. Uh but I it better be a good good game. Uh I still think our best game would be that Bills Chiefs game of the playoffs. So that was our Super Bowl. Anyway, uh, leftovers. I have one. Okay, carry on. Did you guys see the clip art releases for uh, Amazon Prime, their new Lord of the Rings show that they're doing? Yeah. What? Yeah, they're coming out with a show, a series. I don't have time totally. to watch it, but cool. Oh, I know. It's going to be take forever. They're like doing a prequel to it. So the Cimmerillion, for all you nerds out there, you have nerd boners right now. The elves <laughs> get some close-ups <laughs> of their hands if you're into that stuff. Take it <laughs> easy, bro. Okay. <laughs> it's late. Someone is. I, What's that have to do with that? <laughs> I'm talking about the pictures. Oh, Jesus. my God. Anyway. Anything else, or should I play the outro music?
I got a, I got a dumb one. So you can play the outro while we talk about it. Okay. Dumb one like the rest of your takes. Go. Pretty. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be different. So, as you guys know, we've gotten a lot of snow in New England. We've gotten about 24 to 30 inches, depends on where you are. Either way, I haven't had a spot at my work because it's in the corner and that's where they plow all the snow. So everybody's been really nice, been shifting down a little bit, and I kind of just park on this on the snow uh, bank with my truck. So today I got fed up, uh, worked a little bit late, and then said, screw it. Shoveled out my spot. I brought a shovel. Um, I broke my shovel while doing it and slipped and stabbed myself in the foot and ruined my work shoes. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. So... Do I Take ask my work easy, to pay biscuit. for my shovel? <laughs> Is the question. Do I go for, you know, a little cash? Shouldn't I be supplied a parking spot? You should have filed a uh, injury report. That you my back's feeling pretty tight right now. Mm, yeah, looked like you were limping a little bit too. Mm. When did you see me walk? <laughs> oh no, that was your mom walking bow-legged like that. Good night. <laughs> she went horseback riding. 